Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hi, everybody. It's Joseph Shepard. And your girl, Miss Laganja Astranja. And we're back with another episode of <gasps> Queening Out. Ooh. Had a good ring to it today. Yes, it did have a good ring to feeling it. Feeling fresh, feeling frisky. I'm so glad that we actually like have got it down. You remember like the first? I do. I do. You know, never forget where you came from. Never forget where you came from. <laughs> well, we are in a little bit of a different setup today because we have a special guest. Ooh, I'm so, so excited. I'm sitting over here on this sofa closer to Miss Laganja. So you can touch, touch, touch me. And then our special guest will like appear. I love that vibe. But before we get into that, we got some emails and some voicemails. My favorites. You know, I'm ready to hear from the buds. What is the latest tea? What do they want to know? Let's break it down. All right. Here's the first email. It's from Stevie. Part comment and part question. Comment. I would challenge the audience to read up or watch content outside of Drag Race for any queen that you didn't like on the show. With it being known that there are narratives playing being played out. I have found many queens to be really awesome humans versus reality TV personalities. Question, with RuPaul approaching retirement, Damn. <laughs> would you all be happy with Michelle Visage being the new host? Mm. Who would you like to see take the reins of the host for the U.S. franchise? Thanks, Stevie. Love it. Well, I love the commentary. Yes. I couldn't agree more. I feel like so many people have said that about me. They didn't mm -hmm. like me on the show, but then they, you know, research the doll and they fall in. So I feel that. Definitely research your queens. Get to know them outside of the show. As far as who should take it over, I mean, I've never heard Michelle be offered up as the new host. Yeah, I haven't either. I don't think I would like that. I mean, I live for Michelle. I think she gives very Simon Cowell vibes. Mm -hmm. You know, she's not afraid to tell it like it is. But I feel like it's a drag queen race. Yeah. And even though Miss Thing gets up and drag every episode, I feel like it needs to be a drag queen. Yes, exactly. You know, I it feel like it, it, it would only make sense. So if I had to throw some drag queen names out there, obviously my mother, Miss Alyssa Edwards, mm, I think she would be... That would be wonderful. Hysterical. I think Bianca Del Rio would be yes. amazing, a super classic. And I'm just going to go ahead and throw myself in there, you know? I think I'm great at TV. I think I'd I... be a great host. I think it will never happen, but why not? I'm like visualizing this now. I'm getting like the feels. I think it could be fierce. Estrange's Drag Race. Or would it be Laganja's Drag Race? I just think race? we're going to rebrand the whole thing and call it House of Ganja. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there we go. It's a brand new it's show. It's just basically a whole new show, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's high. All the challenges are pop related. You know, it'd be fierce. I would say if I had to choose somebody, yeah. I think some good ones, like you said, I think Alyssa Edwards would be great. Yeah. Bianca Del Rio. I could see Alaska doing something oh, like that. Of course, yes. Um, Jinx. Jinx. I could also see um, Sasha Colby, like somebody that's Work. like okay. more, more newer. I don't know. But like, I think... I think an established drag queen like a Bianca Del Rio, Alyssa yeah. Edwards would be yeah. wonderful. And that makes the most sense. Yeah. And for your comment portion where you were discussing um, looking at girls outside of RuPaul's Drag Race, mm -hmm. um, just going to plug myself here, but boop, boop. That's what I love doing Exposed for. Um, I, I That's, you know, a big part of what I've done with my career is interviewing drag queens outside of RuPaul's Drag Race Absolutely. and just giving them a platform. And if you go watch any of those, you might... Start loving some other people. Isn't that how we originally met? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. But we did ours via Zoom the first yes, time, right? Because it was coronavirus? Ours. Yes, it was coronavirus. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it is a great show. And since we're plugging things, yeah, you know, plug. a lot of people have been commenting about my gorgeous makeup that I've been yes. wearing on these last few episodes. And it is using pigments all from my Trixie Mattel Cosmetics Ooh. Collaboration Extravaganza, available at TrixieCosmetics.com. That'll be added in post. Love. <laughs> Next email that we have is from Neth. Hello, Shepard and Laganja. I it's love it. We're a starting thing. a thing. Yes. It's a thing. <laughs> you both provided YouTube content for me to feel a part of queer culture outside of Vermont, my home state. 
That act of content creation is something to be proud of. Affirm, oh. affirm. This is a re response to your Queening Out YouTube podcast show episode two on All Stars 8 because you both said you sometimes are not giving yourself the love and affirmation that we all need. Oh. Each of you help my week. Each of you live in a space that I could see myself living in if I wasn't already living my life, so to speak. Please affirm yourself today, Shepard. Please affirm yourself today, Laganja. This has been a public service announcement announcement for the fierce queers that are creating content for the rest of us. Take a few minutes to remember today that what you have decided to do with your lives gives us life too. Feel it and keep living it. This is not so much as a thank you as it is a reminder to thank yourself. Regards, Neth. Not getting me emotional this early, Joseph, right after I talked about my makeup. Is there a tissue in this bitch? Ah. Bad, bad, bad. It's fine. Oh. Oh, that was sweet. Who was that from? Neth. Neth, thank you so much. Yes, if we can, please get the doll a tissue, mama. Um, <laughs> that was really nice, Neth. Thank you, sweetheart. That was just so nice. And it's just good to hear that, you know? I think... Um, uh, not starting this early with mm -hmm. emotions. Jesus. Um, yeah, like... I forget to self-affirm a lot. Oh, yeah. 100. And it's so funny because I love Queer Eye. I watched the whole mm -hmm. new season already in like two seconds. And, you know, they're just so amazing at like teaching people how to affirm themselves. And I feel like I'm the same way. Like I'm mm -hmm. really good at teaching other people to do it. But to yes. do it myself it's... is so difficult. It's always like I give great advice. Do I ever listen to my own advice? No. But <laughs> I give great <laughs> advice. Um, so it's just really nice that they took the time out of their day to just help remind us of that. And, uh, you know, I think as queers, especially in the current political climate, being visible, making content mm -hmm. is now more important than ever. And yeah, I think that's why we both really wanted to do this yeah. show and to get together. And, you know, not only because we do have fun and it is a great excuse for us to finally hang yeah. out, but I think because hopefully we are providing a, a, a safe space for other people out there who maybe don't live in a Los Angeles who don't have this beautiful bubble that we live in to feel mm -hmm. like they are a part of us. So yeah, that just really touched my heart. That was very yeah. sweet. Very sweet. Thank you, Neth. I, I couldn't agree with more with Laganja. I think that it is extremely hard to affirm yourself. I think that, um, but like you said, the great part about this podcast is just having these open conversations at yeah. the first of the show, because you know, drag race is fun and drag race is great. But at the end of the day, it's like, I love connecting with, totally. with those at home. So thank you for that. Um, I needed to hear that today. So <laughs> me too. And I saw a comment recently where they were like, you guys don't have to talk about drag race. And I know we've always chatted mm -hmm. about that too. Or it's like, we, we love that concept. We're just not for sure. Like, how do we wrap around that? Like, is this yeah. an advice show? Is this like a mental like surrounding mental health because i know when we did season one that was something that was yeah, near and yeah. dear to our heart and we always tried to touch upon um so if you guys have ideas yeah and would like to you know hear how we could queen out without rupaul's drag race i know i personally would love to yeah hear i would love that too have a little like off off season yeah making, like a little off topic vibes little off topic vibes <laughs> well let's get into these voicemails okay we okay. love a voicemail I think you'd already sent me one I recently, one but and I that's died. What about to play. Okay, okay. Oh my gosh, you guys killed me with that second episode of Net Gala <laughs> during the reviews of the fashion, right before Jessica Wilde came out in her butterfly outfit. Oh there was a commercial break. For saving the butterflies. <laughs> On YouTube? I can't even yes. say it without laughing. <laughs> I enjoyed your show. Bye. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. The the great netter netterfly. Wow. The netterfly. Not, not wow. The great butterfly net debacle. It really <laughs> took off online. You guys had a lot to say about all, this. Yes. And you know, I am gonna make an admission that's horrible that I shouldn't, but I'm going to. 
I have always wanted one of those taxidermy butterfly things. <laughs> so I'm like over here being like, you shouldn't net butterflies. Meanwhile, I'm like eBay, uh, taxidermy butterfly wall. Because like I went to this museum in Hawaii, um, uh -huh. the Bishop Museum, gorgeous. And they have this giant wall where it's all taxidermied butterflies. Now, obviously that was uh, created for educational purposes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I were to ever buy something like that, I would hope that it would be something that was like, you know, used for educational purposes and not just like taxidermy and we killed the butterflies. Yes. But I do think those are gorgeous. They and are so really when pretty. I was reading the comments, I was like, oh, right. Like, okay, I can understand that vibe if we're like mm -hmm. researching them and it's scientifical, but like just letting <laughs> our three-year-old run into the, you know, playgrounds <laughs> to catch the butterflies Yay! and kill them. I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm still not done with that. But yeah, no, that is insane. How did the commercial know? I don't know. It, it <laughs> just knew from you. It was the algorithm. Algorithms. Butterflies. That is crazy. Thank you for that iconic voicemail. <laughs> Next voicemail while we hear about some butterflies. Hey, LaGanja. Hey, Joseph. Love the podcast. Uh, here's a fun little question I have, LaGanja. First off, love you both. Fabulous duo. But um, LaGanja, all the stunts you've done, splits, death drops, jumping off of a high-ass ladder on All-Star 6, if it was a ladder. I don't know. Have you ever had a stunt gone wrong? Like, have you ever hurt yourself like doing one of your stunts? I mean, I hope not, but we all have those moments. Yeah, love to know. Have you had a bad stunt fail? Love you, Mila. Well, is this wood? It's giving me very faux. Where's real wood? Is this real wood? This just feels like yeah, real yeah. wood. Knock on wood, but no. I've never really, like fully hurt myself. Mm -hmm. I've definitely gotten cuts and scrapes and bruises, but no broken bones. I mean, like I always think about when Shangela did her famous dip at Halloween oh. one year for at the Voss events and like fully had to like be off her leg for months. And so I've never had anything like that truly happen. I think the worst thing that ever happened was in Florida where my acrylic nail ripped completely off. That was pretty bad. I was in my all-stars outfit too. So I ended up dancing like this for the rest of the number because I didn't want the blood to get on the outfit. Because I'm like, I got to wear this a lot. Um, that was pretty painful for sure. But yeah, like I literally jumped off a, a, a second story building in Puerto Rico and I'm still here to tell the tale. So. I don't get how. Liquid courage and being loosey-goosey when you land. That's really the trick to it. You know, I feel like when you when I jump off things or go into these crazy tricks, like you have to be able to relax into the ground. Mm. And that's why my, you know, dance training has really paid off for me because it's kept me from injuring myself. Well, I haven't had any issues because I don't do that. <laughs> like one time the mic started to attack me. It started to attack me. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for sending in your voicemails and emails. Remember that you can always send us an email at Laganjoes, that's L-A-G-A-N-J-O-E-S, at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voicemail at 805-624-5402. We may play it on the show next week. Ask us some questions. Go yeah. at it. But don't make me cry, y'all. That was much this morning. Oh, my God. Well, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. We are back. It's queening out. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. Reviewing RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 8, honey. Yes. And like we said before, we have a really special guest coming on in a couple of segments. So That's exciting. Our first special guest of Season 2. I love ooh, that. Ooh. Well... So we get into this episode. This is the third episode of All Stars 8. And it is the supermarket ball. You know, Miss RuPaul, she loves a ball. She loves a ball. She loves they've three asking, of them. They've been asking for a lot of looks this season. Yes. The pocketbooks are going dry. Yes, they are. <laughs> kind of like your vagina. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so we have three different types of look. We have a legendary queen. Love it. We have the fruity. fruity. Tutti fruity, fresh tutti and fruity. fruity. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then we have the, you have to make something from all of this supermarket crap. That's right. It's not like the supermarket <laughs> crap. Yeah. Well, basically. <laughs> so we're going to go over each individual's three looks. Okay. 
like we did last time. Let's do it. Let's, Let's break it, it down and wear it or tear it, honey. All right, Jimbo. Wow, what was that? I don't know. It's a new I theme. Our new theme song. Okay, I like it. So first up, we have Jimbo, and Jimbo comes out in what he describes as a blowing bubbles in milk. Ah, oh, that's right. Yes, I actually liked this outfit. I thought it was different. It wasn't what I expected for milk, which I love too. I love that he was saying he's blowing bubbles. I know people are Heidi, especially in Untucked was talking about how she didn't believe that this look was milk because it was just white with circles on it. Mm. Um, which I can understand, but then sometimes you have to think outside the box. That's what I always think. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we're just getting dairy cows up there, it's like, how much? It like, gets repetitive. Yeah, right. For sure. I definitely like that she went outside the box. I just wish she would have pushed it further mm. i feel like she's come in with such insane yes. looks so now it's like well if it's not of the same caliber as the whole internet screens and all this craziness i'm a little like you know disappointed which is yeah. crazy because this is a great look i would totally wear it um but yeah it did leave me wanting more i don't even know how to fix that like i don't know how she could have pushed it more maybe if there was like Something inside the bubbles, like moving liquid inside the bubbles or, you know, it's like, I really don't know how to say push it more or how to how she could have pushed it more. But I wish she would have. That was my only thing. But I do think she looks great. Awesome silhouette. Super clever. Super different. I mean, Jimbo's killing it this season to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Next up, we had her fruity look, which she took a different approach to fruity, um, just like she did the milk approach. And she put a lot of uh, queer icons that she considers fruity on to this Andy Warhol-esque. Um, Do you know who this print is originally created by? Think my favorite designer. Oh, great. Well, she doesn't know my quote, so she probably doesn't know my favorite designer. This is a knockoff of Versace. Ooh. Yes, this was an original Versace print from the Andy Warhol of Marilyn Monroe. So I am obsessed with this, obviously, I, because I love Versace and I just think it's beautiful. I it's love stunning. the look. I mean, again, there was like a part of me that was like, well, I wish she'd fully rhinestoned it. But it's like, girl, let it go. Jimbo's killing it. She looks amazing. Super cool. I mean, she put RuPaul on it. It was yeah. so smart. So smart. So smart. And I just think it's so visually stunning. Like, I want to keep looking at it. Yeah. And I think that she went outside of the box once again. Some people say that you shouldn't think that far outside of the box. But what I got to no, say should. is you should. Yeah, you should. At the end of the day. And I love this hair that's quaffed mm-hmm. to one side with the asymmetrical neckline. I mean, she really knows her proportions. She knows how to style. She looks great. She it's looks a total wear wonderful. it. Total wear it. Uh, and last, we have her supermarket look that she had to design in the workroom. And Michelle said that it was stuff... Uh, glued to a corset. I disagree. Um, I think that this is actually a very good look. There's different layers to it, which I love. I love that she used the succulents on the top. More lettuce stuff Those on the bottom. Those aren't succulents, baby. Those are artichokes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Well, I love her artichokes on the top. <laughs> lettuce alone, okay? Oh, lettuce alone. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, but I, I actually like this. I thought that it was well-constructed. It didn't look totally like things were just glued to a corset. I thought it was interesting that Michelle said that to Jimbo, but not to Jessica. You know, like yeah. that was weird. I, I couldn't agree more. I think this is a total wear it. I love that she kept it simple. I love that she layered the two different colors of mm-hmm. lettuce on the bottom. I love that she's giving us a high-low, uh, you know, shape to the to the skirt. I think the corset is is super cool. It's got a lot of texture to it. Obviously, she sold it on the runway. Mm-hmm. I think pairing the red hair with a green look, obviously a classic. Mm. You know, I don't know what's happening on the bottom of the shoes in this picture. It's giving me like they're leopard and then they've got lettuce oh, no, on them. It's no, it's actually, artichoke. Yeah, it's okay. the artichoke. Yeah, no. So see, that's even great too. So I love it. I think she kept it very simple with the accessories. Mm-hmm. I think she looked great. Same. Loved. Wear it. Wear it across the board. Next up, Miss Kahana Montrese comes out in her dairy look. What did you think of this, Laganja? So it's the same thing with Jimbo. Because she's been serving such insane looks, now that's what I'm expecting. And I'm expecting everyone to be like a spectacular Lady Gaga Mm. show come to life. So this left me wanting more. 
I do like it. She's like a hoe cow. Like I loved the cowbells and the hair. I thought that was super creative. It's still a total wear it for me. She looks great. Body is awesome. I love an under boob. Mm. You know, I, I love it. I just, again, in comparison to some of her other outfits, it's not the most extravagant thing she has, but I do, I do love it. I think she looks great. I don't agree with you there. Ooh, I, I, I love mean, I do, think she, I do think she looks great, um, but I Give would, me the hot goss. I would not wear it. I think it looks a little too costumey for me. Um, Drag I, being costumey? No, yeah. no. I am not a fan of cow print. Okay, and I think that that's probably something to do with it. I just like I think that it can look tacky. Okay, and I think so. When you do used, not get brown cow stunning, is what you're telling me. No. <laughs> no do you like no. that song though? Brown cow stunning. So yeah, it's such so a good sickening. song. I, I actually love a lot of Queen's music. We were talking about Lux yeah. Noir London recently, Me and I, I played that in the car the other day, and my boyfriend was like, who is this? And I was right? like, it's Lux. Petition to have the girls lip sync to actual music from the Drag Race franchise. I would love that. That would be awesome. I know. I want to see some Queen's throw down the legs. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> well, so it's a wear it for me and a tear it for you. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. This banana look, though, this was, I, I would wear it. The, Total 100%. wear it. 100%. Total wear it. The BAPS hair is amazing. Yes. The silhouette, the way oh, that the banana is, is peeling. Yes. It's so cool. I actually did a look very similar to this. I worked with a, a company called Glow Recipe. That's a skincare company. And they came out with a banana souffle cream. And I thought my banana outfit was like Ova and so fierce. And then I saw this and was like, okay, well, mine was cute, but <laughs> she got drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. No, it's major. Major. Total wear it. Total wear it. And I have those shoes. So yeah, love. Oh. I bet I got mine for cheaper though. I got mine you get from, it from Sheen. No, I got it from Akira, <laughs> which is this incredible store that started in Chicago that's now online. And they have a sales section, y'all, that will blow your mind. I think I got them for 20 bucks. Oh, and they're wow. fully rhinestone and they have this really interesting heel. I recognize them immediately. But I was like, I bet I got a better deal on him than her. You probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Next up we have horror um whore. 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 Next up, oh my God. <laughs> now you're doing a meme. Next up, we have her ball look that she had to design herself. I will say, while it was well constructed in certain areas, I didn't get supermarket ball from it. Mm. Uh, but I don't know if that's technically what they were trying to go after because not all looks, you know, were supermarket. But because it was called the supermarket ball, I think that I was expecting some more supermarket -y stuff yeah, for this. I totally hear that critique. I too must admit when she came out, I was like, wait, what What was the theme for this runway? Mm -hmm. I, 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 w I was a little confused. But I think as a look and the fact that she created it in the workroom, it is a wear it. The fact that yeah. she like had one color shoe and the opposite on the other mm -hmm. shoe, her hair was matching. I was like, did she go with this? Like, if I have to make something, <gasps> I will... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just seems almost too perfect that she has this hair and the shoes. Like, so I wonder if that was like in her brain before she entered the competition. Like, if I have to make something, I will try to make something that, you know, I mean, I don't know, unless she made cover for the shoe. No, that's not cover. I don't think so either. So I think there must have been some sort of pre-planning on her part. Because, I mean, look at that. And also like the jewelry nails well the jewelry yeah. and nails we you bring so, oh i love that she even did two different nail colors yeah. and did them in opposition of the shoes i mean she's so clever she's so smart i could never make that so yeah Same. it's a wear it for me but i hear you on the critique i do wish there was something about it that felt a little bit more referential to the supermarket yeah like i don't know like a supermarket that's yellow and blue maybe there is one and maybe that was maybe her idea the, yeah. but yeah, I, I wish there was something, like you said, that just kind of brought it back into the original theme. Yeah, and let us know. If you know what it is, if there was some little right. mystery behind like it, let us know. Like the Jiffy Boy, or I don't know. I don't know if there's like some <laughs> sort of thing boy. that like represents these two <laughs> colors, or I don't know. <laughs> well, next up we have Miss James Mansfield. The first look, she did a cookie-inspired look with some big hands around her, like she was dipping the cookie in milk. Uh, I thought it was cute. Wow, I loved it. Yeah? I thought this was one of her best looks we've seen yet. I love that she went a little bit outside of her traditional box, 
We got a new silhouette. Mm. It was still super camp. I mean, right now, I'm sure everyone has seen this little leotard thing that Miss Beyonce is wearing that's got the hands on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just loved it. I loved the giant cookies. I thought this was so creative and so different yeah. and so cool. So it was a total wear it for me. I'd give it a woo it. Okay. Ooh, she would woo it. All right. Woo it. Fine. Fine enough. Um, next look we have, it's a very lemon fantasy um, lemonade. She ended up pulling out a little lemonade out of her hair. Super cute. Um, I, I will say that I think that on her, this look looks great. I would not personally wear this because to me, it just looks like a corset and a panty. Yeah, it is a tarot to me as well. I uh, agree that her body looks fantastic, mm-hmm. super snatched. I love that she gave us a different silhouette. Um, there's too much for me here, which is weird mm-hmm. because you're like, well, it's a panty and a corset. And I'm like, yes, but like there's all these too- side side the- beaded pieces I didn't really fully understand. I think if she had lost that adornment and maybe done like some sort of chiffon, beautiful cape with some marabou feathers, like just gone a little bit more traditional burlesque, Mm. I would have been able to like fully put it in the wear it category. But I did love the creativity of the wig and pulling out the lemonade. She always sells it on the runway. But yeah, for some reason, it is a tear it for me because I just didn't fully go there with her on this kind of magical journey. I think she was trying to take us on with the beating. Yeah, I I agree there. Zaterit, for me, I do think that it looks great. I just think that for Drag Race and where we are, it did just look like a corset and panty to me. Yeah, sure. And last up, we have her supermarket design challenge. I actually liked this quite a bit. Okay. Because I think she, she did well to her shape. I think that it clearly doesn't look like it was just something taped to a corset. And I think that that's what I really like about it. And I like that it's 1950s housewife. She made a puppet. Cute. Love the puppet. The puppet for me is a wear it. The outfit for me is a tear it. I just feel like a lot of times we get the same from her. And this just feels like very like, it's sort of like Heidi with the lips where it's like, okay, we've seen it. We've We've got it. it, Which by the way, you saw, right? Yes. Oh my God. Heidi has a flesh jack flesh jack of her mouth of her mouth with a gap tooth (laughs) psychotic um but back to who we're talking about miss mansfield um yeah i don't know why but i it it does feel a little bit too like housewife like Mm. maid and i didn't really get like supermarket oh there we go again yeah so it didn't really tie back into the theme for me and yeah i mean i don't know what did she what did she use to make this out of do we know is it like a bath mat on the on the front or probably like a bath mat or toilet cover or something? Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't get pushed far enough for me, I feel. But I yeah. loved the puppet. I love the gloves. I love the scrub. Thought that was super cute. I love our little um, necklace. that's giving me very Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are definitely parts of it I like. But overall, no, it's a it's a tear it for me. Oh, I, w- I would say it's a wear it. OK, so. Next up, we had Miss Candy Muse and her milk look. While I will say I enjoyed the aesthetic of this, I keep seeing a lot of candy in a bodysuit. Or in a, is it a bodysuit? What is it called? A, a leotard. Leotard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that silhouette and everything is very similar. Same as what we're talking about with James. James kind of sticks in the same realm. I think candy sticks in the same realm. I do think she looks stunning, um, but I would not wear this. This is a total wear it for me. Really? I loved it. I was so excited by it. I was like a different color for her. I love that she gave us height in the yes. hair. I think she looks gorgeous. I love the idea of spilt milk. I thought that was super creative. Yeah, I love this. I would totally wear it. Super cool. I'm super into it. All right, Candy. Pass it on to Miss Laganja. Yeah. We have her cherry look coming in for her fruity patootie look. Tear it. <laughs> I love it. It's a total wear it for me. I loved this. Again, I am getting a little tired of seeing her in red. I feel like that's a little signature candy and we've seen it a lot, but I loved this. I thought this was pared down just enough to mm. still be drag and still give us that over the top element, but it's also giving us fashion. I love yeah. the little Kim Titty. I loved the cherries hanging off the asymmetrical hemline. I love the giant cherries in the hair. I love the boa. I love her in the silhouette because I think her legs are so fabulous. So 
even though, yes, it is getting a little repetitive, I think this look is great. And if I saw this, I would be like, work queen, you are giving me cherry fairy realness. And I love it. Cherry fairy realness. Mm -hmm. It's a wear it for me. All right. And then the last look we have is her design look. Um, Okay. Here we go. Okay. I'm ready to see what you say. There are certain things in design challenges I'm personally not a fan of. That Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that other people can't be fans of them. Right. I don't like when people cut something and then just put it on themselves. Okay. Um, Because I think that that that's not technically the like I can wear cardboard if I want to. I can paint a piece of cardboard and cut it into a shape and then Uh just put it on my body. Uh But is it fashion? Right. It's a tarot. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. This look... For me, um, I know Michelle was like, oh, well, it's a different silhouette. I'm like, is it? I don't think it is. Um, It's got a V-neck, high-waisted, you know, vibration. So loved the hair. The hair was sickening. Mm -hmm. Um, Loved the idea of a metallic. But that's as far as it goes for me. I just felt like it was also giving me very... um, Jiggly Caliente with her potato (gasps) space vibe. Yes! (laughs) It was giving me very that. So, yeah, no, um... For me, out of these three looks, it just it's the tarot for me. I agree. Next up, we had Miss Alexis Michelle come out as a biker cow for her dairy look. I love this. Loved. Loved it. Total wear it. So creative. It. The way she ate the grass on the stage. Yes. I mean, she was serving it. I love that the tail was also like a clutch and a bag. I mean, I just thought it was so cool. And since we did see a lot of cow print, I thought this one really stuck out. I mm-hmm. loved the mohawk. I loved the rhinestone ears down to the, you know, handkerchief around her neck. It, it was so creative. So cool. She nailed it. Nailed it. I agree. Uh, we have horror. horror oh, I keep doing that. <laughs> we have uh, next up. We have her fruity patootie look. And she said it was giving blueberry and she did blueberry in her hair. I didn't get fruity patootie from it. I know. And that's the thing is like, it is a wear it. It's, it's a, a total gorgeous wear. It's gorgeous. Gown. It's gorgeous. But it just was a little too subtle. Loved the hair. The hair was so creative. I loved a blue lip. Very mm-hmm. bold. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't giving me. Are there blueberries? Can you zoom in on the side of the gown going down? Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? So she was giving it to us. It just, I didn't think, read. far away, it didn't yeah. read as fruity patootie, cute, fresh, and fruity, rooty, booty, booty. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's, it, it is a wear it's it, a but wear. not it's so in, gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, but come on. not for this challenge, I right. think I would say. Right. Like, if we didn't know this was the fruity challenge, like, we would yeah. have just thought this was gorgeous. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, but because we're supposed to be really giving that fruit, which, again, it just reminds me of season one. I know I've told you. I don't remember if I've said it on the podcast or not. But after All Stars ends, for some reason, they play season, they play season one, one. yeah. And they did the challenge where they had to do, like, the different fruits. Because remember, it used to be sponsored by Absolute. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just so iconic. And, like, I loved Nina's outfit where she, like, took the mango peel and cut them into triangles and used them as a pattern on her outfit. So creative. So that's kind of, like, the vibe and the ingenuity that I'm looking for in a challenge yeah. like this. And yeah, I just think she kind of missed that mark, but it is so beautiful. And I loved her Instagram version as well. Yes. And last up, we have the look that she made. And I will say while it is simple, it is different. And it comes off to me. Good. You look good. Good. Yeah, I love the look. I think it's beautiful. I would wear it. But again, for the challenge, it wasn't giving me supermarket. No. It didn't take me there. I mean, it definitely was giving fashion, though. So if that was like the prompt um, of giving fashion, then she definitely nailed that. Yes. But yeah, I just would have liked something that was a little bit more referential to the supermarket. Like maybe if she had had a bag that was like a paper bag with it to sell it more. But she looked gorgeous. And the fact that she made this is incredible. I mean, she nailed it. It, Like I said, I would wear this for sure. It definitely is a gorgeous piece of fashion. Wear it. Yeah. Miss Lala Ree coming in with her legendary look. Um... Is this just a, what What would you describe this as? It's a leotard with high shoulders. Okay. Yeah, it was a little disappointing, I must admit. I know the judges were super feeling it. I mean, I would wear this, 
I would like on a Wednesday to Hamburger Mary's on RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a little too simple. I also felt like the material that was used on the outfit was a little, uh, como de dice, cheap. Mm. Um, You could tell by the way it stretched that the black is losing its like pigment. Mm -hmm. So I felt like that, like maybe if she'd rhinestoned the whole print. Um, I did love the milk bag clutches and I Mm -hmm. loved the whole joke about how she's like, made some of the men's faces appear on there because she choked them out with her sickening thighs. I loved that. Um, And again, she was definitely selling it on the runway. I love the Grace Jones hat. There are definitely elements that I like. Well, like I said, I would wear this. I don't know. It's, I guess it's a woo for me. Yeah. I I mean, I could see like wearing this for something and a woo for me too. Yeah, a woo for me. (laughs) Next up, which was not a woo for me and it was a tear for me was her fruity patootie look. I didn't necessarily get it. Really? Mm-hmm. I totally saw a caramelized apple and it's... For- oh, that's what it was? Yeah. And for me, it's the stick. It's the stick. And the hair. Okay. It's totally giving caramelized apple. Okay. Again, I thought it was different. No one was doing it. Um, I don't know that I would want to necessarily wear a peanut butter neck piece, mm-hmm. but I liked it. I thought it was creative and for the challenge, it's a wear it. Although I wouldn't wear it because right now I'm not in the best shape and wearing latex that shows every little inch and curve of my body is a no. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't really wear it. But I think for the challenge, it's a wear it. I, I'll agree. It's a wear it. I just didn't understand that it was a caramel apple. But now that you told me, okay. I got it. Did she not say that? Maybe she did. Maybe my ears did. were. I think she did say it. Clogged. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the look that she made, which she made just out of those little rubber things that you put in the bottom of your, yes. your drawers. The non-slip stick. I do think that she looks great. Gorgeous. I just don't think that she was in the top for this. And I don't think she should have been in the top for this. That's just my opinion. Right. I think, like I said, they didn't make it clear to us if the last look was just supposed to be fashion Mm -hmm. or it was supposed to be referential to the supermarket. Because, again, for me, the girls who were most successful were the ones who did reference the supermarket vibe. But as a piece of fashion, yes, she looks gorgeous. I love the bald head. I mean, the melanin is popping, girl. She looks fantastic. And it is way better than her bag look, although we've Mm -hmm. all come to love that iconically bad look. So do I think this is something we will remember in the future? I don't. Would I wear it? Yes. But for the challenge, tear it. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Next up, we have Miss Darian Lake. She came out in her milk look, which was kind of like a Greek goddess type look where there was milk dripping, but you couldn't technically really see it with the lighting and the fabric choice. Um, So it was a tear it for me. Yeah, it's a tear it for me, too. I liked it. I loved the idea. I just think the execution was off. I think maybe had she rhinestoned the ends of the drips, it might have reflected the light Ooh. and we could have seen it pop out a little bit more. Um, I do also love the RuPaul reference of like the hair and the hood. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's super fun. Um, but yeah, overall, I feel like it missed the mark and it wasn't showy enough for the main stage. Was the next look showy enough for you? Oh, my God. Total wear it. I was so proud of her. It's incredible. Yes. Like, even the cover-up was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I loved the way she ripped it off and it went down the middle. It split. It was so dramatic. And, yeah, I just thought, wow, look at the body on her. Like, I'm just so happy for her. You can tell she feels... She feels great and she looks great. And then when she finally turned around to reveal the banana up her ass, I mean, come on. Iconic, iconic <laughs> behavior. Such a wear it. Also, is pink hair now in? I've seen a lot of girls wear it. Like trend alert, pink hair. Yeah, I've seen like Jessica wear it. Yeah, I've seen, for sure. I and actually don't love well. the hair. I'm like, don't point that out. That part I didn't like. But <laughs> I think she should have done a cherry bob. Would have been so that iconic. That would have been cute. So iconic. Y'all know I love a blunt bob with a china bang, but you know, different strokes for different folks. And there were a lot of different strokes in her last wow. outfit. Wow. See um, what you did there, that transition. Yes. Tear it. Tear it. It's terrorizing me. I will say <laughs> if she would have taken that the back piece, the off. little cape off, Take that it would have looked 900 times better and Agreed. she may have been safe. Agreed. Yeah, that back piece. Again, it's giving me the jiggles yes. reference with the potato space woman vibe. 
the stripes, the way that the, it's cut off above the knee or right below the knee, I don't think is doing her any service. No. I do like the silver on the sleeves. Yes. And I do like waist up. Like, I think the corset started beautiful. I yeah. almost wish she would have finished, finished out, it out that all the way down or gotten rid of the blue and have it be more tasselly, like mm. the RuPaul, like original Bob Mackie kind of reference. Yeah. I could have seen that. But yeah, not it was a tear it. Tear it. Well, next up, we have Miss Jessica Wilde. And I will say the milk look I thought was cute. Love it. Total wear it. Those are all liquid beaded, which is just so much work. Wow. So it's like, yeah, it's even more than rhinestoning something. Like, zoom in. I think you can almost see it. Yeah. Go up on the green one. It really reads there. Oh, see? yes. It's those full-on liquid beads, which is just like so wow. expensive, so beautiful. And here you see the drip, the way it's done and the way it's 3D and protruding off the shoulder. We're getting a shadow from yes. the lighting. So it does really show that it's dripping. So, yeah, love this. Again, the hair for me is a little too soft. I wish she had gone with bright colors to match the Fruit Loops, but it's a total wear it. Agreed. Next up, we had her Fruity Patootie look, which she decided to go her acai. Great branding. Go back to that. I love this drink. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was my favorite. I loved it. My brother sends it to me all the time. He'll just be like, I love this drink. It's no matter a classic. What. It's a classic it's Drag Race moment for sure. Classic. And but what I, do you think of the look? I actually love it. Do you? Okay. I think it's just different. I like how she used the acai berry to be able to like form. Like this is what I would think that I would see in the design supermarket portion. Exactly. That would be my critique is it's giving me a little homemade. Okay. I don't feel like it's as elevated as some of the others as far as the second category goes. My dear friend Andrew Barrett Cox designed this. He did not create the look. He designed the look. And I saw the sketch and the sketch was Ova. So I think it was in the execution that I felt a little bit disappointed. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's cute. It's not a horrible look. But for me, it is a tarot. I don't think I will wear it. Okay. I'd wear it. Okay. And last up, I would not wear this. No, I wouldn't either. I thought it was a tarot, and I thought, like, Jimbo's corset with stuff glued mm -hmm. to it was a better execution than this. Yes. Um, I do think she looks really cute. She looks great. And at the end of the day, I'm just so happy she won the $30,000. Yes. Like, I honestly can't think of a more deserving girl. She's so sweet and... You know, I had someone tell me recently that they'd talked to her and she was like, you know, I just feel like people are finally loving me for the first time. Mm -hmm. And that like broke my heart because I know what that's like. I can relate to that. I can relate to this, you know, feeling of like you try so hard, you try so hard and people just don't see you the way that you see yourself mm -hmm. or want them to see you. And so I was just so happy for her because her veneno look that she oh, did my gosh, was, was so incredible. Beautiful. She nailed it like literally to the T. And she was so great and, and she showed her funny charm. And so in the end of the day, like while the, these may not be my favorite looks of her hers, I'm really happy with where mm -hmm. it ended. Yes. And I'm happy she won the money. I think she totally deserves it. But yeah, as far as the last two looks go for me on this, it just felt a little weak in comparison to some of the other girls. Yeah. And she won more money than was offered on her season for first place. Stop. Really? It was 25,000. 25, yeah. Wow. Yes. Isn't that that's I'm so crazy. happy for her. Plus, FYI, taxes take out a huge chunk. Yeah. So she probably got like 24, but still, she worked it. Next up, we have Miss Kasha Davis, and she did a sour cream look. I don't understand. I didn't get it either. I, I was confused. I mean, sour face. A sour face, but like, what is the O? What is the like banana on is the side? Is it like you're pouring it? Do you pour sour cream? Do you pour cream? sour cream? Not no. unless it's like Mexican crema. So no, yeah, it was a it was a tear it for me. Tear it for me. Next up, the banana look for fruity patootie. I loved this so so good. Obsessed. It is a total wear it. I think it's one of her most iconic looks she served this season. It's just it's gorgeous. It's so well executed. This color looks beautiful on her. I love the silhouette. Yes. I love the feather details. Total wear it. Total wear it. And it's just like goes back to that old Hollywood vibe that she works so well in. And she looks elevated. Love it. Agreed. Love it. What's not elevated was the next look that she put out, which I'll give her props for doing. And I know that it can be hard. I can't sew and I can't do that. Same. Um, but out of everybody else's, this was my least favorite design look. 
Yeah, I think what happened here is there were too many ideas. Like, mm -hmm. if we break this down, I love the headpiece. So gorgeous. I wish she would have just stuck with that idea and done flowers all over. You know, I think that would have been beautiful. Or I love the bottom actual part of the skirt. And mm -hmm. imagine the whole dress made out of those. Yeah. That would have been great. I just think here, again, there were so many ideas. And there was so much adding on top of adding on top of adding that we lost her. And it also is still giving me... The jiggly potato yes. space woman super couture. So, yeah, I, I think it is a tarot, but I love that she tried to take it there and push it there. I think if she would have gotten rid of the bottom stuff and just really concentrated on that corset, it could have looked like a 1920s bathing suit. Totally. Especially that, with that cap. Yes, with that yeah. cap on, and that totally. could have really worked. Yeah, tarot, but good try. Yeah. Next up, Miss Heidi in Closet comes out in her milk look, milkmaid. I, I love loved it. it. It's a total wear it. It's sickening. I love the way she did it on Instagram as well. Definitely go check that out. Mm -hmm. It's it's super cool. Very well executed. Love a latex moment. She nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it even more with this strawberry look. This was one of my faves of the night. I love the pant. I do not know Obsessed. what it. This is it, Heidi. That hair too. Once again, pink. Yeah, I, I agree. The only critique I had was, at least on TV, this little tiny shawl she had on was reading as pink. Mm. It didn't read as the same color. And it also felt very, like, flimsy. Like, I wish there had been more to that scarf. But agreed. Super yeah. cool look. Love the detail. Love the picnic basket. She served it. And her last look, we have her um, supermarket design look. Um, I honestly was not a fan of this. Yeah, it's not my favorite either. I do think I would wear it, but yeah, again, I was really looking for them to reference supermarket, and mm -hmm. I just, the napkins didn't really take me to the supermarket, but mm -hmm. I think she looks gorgeous. I think she looks glamorous. I love the silhouette. It's impressive that she created this. Oh, yes. Um. So yeah, it's a woo for me. And I will say that I do believe that Heidi should have been in the top. I know that I that agree. was a big, a big thing that she was saying, but I do think she should have been in the top me compared too. to... Some other girls. Agreed. Well, next up we have our um Fame Game. Fame games. This was Miss Monica Beverly Hills. Serving you butter, honey. Not my fave. Yeah. Uh again, I like it. Don't love it. Like I'm like butter with the cow. Well, I guess cows make butter. Oh, right? she said it was cheese. Oh, it's cheese. She said it was like dripping gold cheese. Oh, it's a tarot then. I'm getting butter. I don't know. Yeah. I'm getting like butter. the butter, like the gold butter packages. That's yeah, yes. totally. Yeah. And I just, yeah, no, no yeah. Mm -mm. This was her fruit look. What fruit is it? Um, it's a lemon tree, or a mango tree. Oh no, no, it's a tarot. Tarot. <laughs> Damn, Miss Nasha Lopez's milk look. I love it. Super cute. cute. Very cute. I love the headpiece. Super fun. Mm -hmm. So wear it. Wear it. And this was her fruit look, like a watermelon. No. No. Tear it. A gorgeous bodysuit, not giving me watermelon. Not watermelon at all. No. Tear it. Tear it. <laughs> well, that was wear it or tear so it. So many looks, honey. So many looks. Well, Miss Laganja, I think it's time we take a break. And when we get back, we have a special guest. Oh my gosh, so exciting. We'll see you in just a bit. Well, hey, everybody, and you may be wondering, why are we wearing headphones? <gasps> well, because we have a special guest. You may know her from All Stars 8. She just walked off the stage and She's right here. She's away. Yeah, to right us. here. To In us. In the studio. In the studio. It's Miss Kasha Davis. Yay! Hello, queen. Brunch. Thank you so much for being here with us and joining us. We are so excited to have you on Miss Queening Out. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. I'm, I'm just delighted to be here. Well, we were delighted to see you on this season. You were absolutely fantastic. And I just have to say, you really represented kindness in a very cunt way. And that's something we don't often see on the show. You know, there's always the shade and the drama. But it was so nice to have somebody just go on the show and represent having a big heart. I know we both really responded to that. Well, that's very kind. Thank you. I I look at the RuPaul's Drag Race platform and the opportunity in the franchise as such a gift. And whether mm. you're there for one episode or 12, 
it's your opportunity for the world to see what it is that you've been working on, you know, and uh, whether it's your first time or myself going back again on All Stars and show what you've been working on, who you are, and that opportunity for the world to, yes, see you compete, but show your resume, as it were. That I, I also loved every single old time reference to Lucille Ball, your oh. outfit for Lucille Ball. Oh my goodness, that was gorge and fabulous. The banana look that you just did for your fruity runway. Where did the inspiration and the come together for all these looks come from? Well, thank you. So much of what I do is always a nod to the retro, a nod to, and versus necessarily um, absolutely replicating it. So working with Davey with Thatchwork Designs, he's just a doll. And he knew immediately when I said Lucy and he was like, does it feel flies? I said, yes. And it was just when I remember what I loved so much about Lucy is that she was just absolutely stunning. She was a model before she was an actor and a comedian. And of course, one of the, the leading professionals uh, in Hollywood. But there she looked absolutely stunning and statuesque. And I thought that's what got me inspired as a little boy, girl, gal, girl, boy, fella, watching television with my Same mother and sister. my grandmother. I mean, they, they were obsessed with these movies. And I would sit there and watch and be like, I want to be like them. Yeah, well, you were like them. Like, literally, <laughs> you walked on the stage and I was like, wait, that's Lucille Ball. That's, that's that moment. But you also modernized it, which yes. I really agree with, with what you were saying. You know, I think when we see James Mansfield, we always see a, a very much a vintage retro exact vibe. And I liked how you put your own spin on it and how you sort of contemporized a lot of those moments and brought them into now. I definitely agree with Joseph. This week, the banana look was bonkers. It was so beautiful. It was giving me very Josephine Baker for those people who might know that reference. Um, and it was just so well done and so well executed. And, and I really wanted to just, you know, commend you on going back on the show because as someone who is terrified to go back on all stars, <laughs> I know it takes a lot of courage to get back up there and to put yourself in the limelight and to really be vulnerable in that way. And again, you know, kind of returning back to what I was saying in the beginning, to not only be vulnerable, but to be kind in those situations where they're really pitting you against each other and wanting you to be nasty, to combat that with just like who you are and staying true to your brand. I think that's so special. And, you know, Joseph and I were talking earlier today, but, you know, your exit line, it really touched us and it was so special. And I don't know if you know, but earlier we had a debacle over what was your signature phrase. We thought it was, it's always five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> But then we got read by our fans and they were like, no, it's always time for a cocktail. We were like, oh, right. right. But I did want to ask you about that because you mentioned on the show that you are sober. Mm -hmm. And as someone who has struggled with alcohol myself, I'm really interested if you're willing and want to talking about that journey, because that's another thing that I resonated with when it came to you. Well, thank you. I'll tell you what. One of the things that I have is as my passion as Mrs. Kasha Davis, is to have something more than a performance uh, in, a, in a nightclub. What is, what is it that I could, what's this legacy that I can leave? And I was struggling with that. And after season seven, uh, the, the touring stopped and my catchphrase was, there's always time for a cocktail. And there was. I left my <laughs> full-time job and I crashed and burned when the, when the gigs stopped mm. coming in. Well, I didn't know that sometimes of the year it's slow. It was a new business for me and I didn't mm. know this. And I thought, nobody likes me. And it was this comparison thing in my mm. head. And I can't get booked. And Trixie's getting booked. And this is happening. Preach. And I, it's not oh, me, me, me. And so I drank, drank, drank. I'm the kind of alcoholic yeah. that would drink if you're happy, drink if you're sad. Drink Same. to zone out. I never fit in. Well, I, uh, I have had this issue for years. And I would manage it. And the bottom line is, I was coming back from a tour. And I was drinking and on my... Uh, at noon, I got pulled over and got a DUI from, I was swerving from children in my neighborhood. And I'll yeah. tell you, it, it brought me to my knees, literally brought me to my knees. And I said, dear, whatever there is in the world, help. Right. And that began my journey. I went to outpatient rehab and I maintained working. And I said, I will give up my husband, my children, everything. If I could stop drinking, because it's just taking over everything. 
But I learned, I began to learn tools in the recovery process that I can turn to. And one of the big tools is gratitude. And one of the big tools is kindness. And one of the big tools is helping other people. These are all tools that I've learned. Getting out of yourself and helping others. You know, something like a podcast like this, you don't even realize how many people you're reaching and you're helping. Mm -hmm. And I was criticized on the runway on my elimination for being so grateful for the, 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 the constructive criticism. That's what I've learned is that to be grateful, even in the tough times, and to thank people for their observation, maybe make a little joke here and there, but my life couldn't be better. I can be in this moment and be here with the two of you and realize it's not about all of this other fringe stuff. It's about being in the moment, being grateful for what is, and, excuse me, finding ways to help others. And that's the general message that I want to continue. You know, it flows into my my drag with drag story hour. It flows into all of, of the performances. And, and what I will say is that this gift of sobriety is greater than any gift I've ever received. And I know that in order to keep it, I need to give it away. Now, they talk about in, in AA being anonymous. And I thought, oh, my gosh, when I was a child, I didn't know that gay people could have a relationship. I thought they just were dirty people who died. It was the 80s. Everybody was dying of AIDS. So that was not out in the open. And then sobriety, I thought the LGBTQ plus community needs to know that there are people out there that could be sober and can continue to do it. So I'm going to be open and vocal about my journey. That is so beautiful. And I have just got to say, man, RuPaul's Drag Race really missed the mark this year mm -hmm. by not allowing you to say that on national television. And I'm so glad that you've said it here. And that, like you said, whoever is watching, that's really going to touch because those are things, you know, that's why I connected with RuPaul's Drag Race in the beginning is because people really told their real queer stories. And we've kind of gotten away from that. And I just, I wish the world could have heard you say what you just said. And I hope people will share this little clip that we clip out of you because that was so powerful, so well-spoken. And again, as someone who has struggled with this myself, I just want to say like, that's very inspiring. And that's, that's what I need to hear. And it's where I hope to end up one day. And uh, I just, yeah, I just think you're a beautiful queen and person all around. And I just want to congratulate you and say, what a job well done. You truly are a spectacular entertainer. Well, thank you. You're very kind. And I'm always a text and a phone call away. I'll tell you what, we stick together. We know what this journey is like, uh, exposing all of ourselves on, yeah. on national television and on podcasts, etc. But the more that we stick together and share our stories, the more we realize how similar we are. Agreed. Everybody say love. Yes. Everybody <laughs> say it's five o'clock somewhere. Period. That's right. Period. Hey, that works too. That works too. Well, you know, it's funny because I made a t-shirt now that says it's for, it's always 420 somewhere. So, mm. you know, things, the wires got tangled, girl. It was a whole it's thing. A, but that's right. I, I yeah. love that now it's, there's always time for kindness. Yes. There's always time for kindness. And I want to tell you what, you know, I wondered, first of all, I was like, I knew what the dress looked like. And I wondered, you know, here I am getting eliminated early on. And I wondered how I, what, because the internet can be cruel. I have received so many beautiful messages from people all over the world. The outpouring of kindness and just generous notes and things that I didn't even know happened. I, oh, in 2017, you came off stage and I said hello to you and you ran over and shook my hand. I mean, I am so blessed to be able to have those experiences. <laughs> Excuse me. To receive those messages. What a gift. Agreed. And what a gift you are to us. Seriously. Thank you, doll. Now, Miss Kasha Davis, you were talking about your time on All Stars. I would like to know, compared to your time on your previous season, what was the change in experience like? Like, you have mm. a lot of new queens that, you know, came much later, a lot closer to, you know, the past few years? Like, what has, was that experience like? Well, first and foremost, the time itself was about the same. It was short. Uh, but <laughs> as you know, as, as the days are long and there are a yes. there's a lot more that goes into it than what people actually see on TV. And for me, I don't recognize competition as easily as other people. I grew up in the theater. 
Mm-hmm. And if I see somebody doing well, I help to lift them up. I realize that not every role needs to be the leading role. So I can shine as somebody like Barb, you know, uh, in the SNL skit and make it, make it impactful. And so to me, I, I don't recognize alliances and things like that. And, and the shade is part of drag, but it's, it's fine. So it was very similar, but the big difference for me really is blatant is that I wasn't standing there on set wondering if everybody would finish their cocktails in untucked so I can go around and drink them all because that's what I did the last time. It's just because oh, I, honey, I was, I mean, I that's all about that. Life. Right. I was the same on season six. Yes. And then you go, you get put back into your hotel room and you have no access to the real world. So then you've got no access to my anesthetizing of the alcohol. So, right. so I was present. I was, I was enjoying the work of it. It's a lot of work, but mm. it's, it's worth it. Now the girls, you know, that a lot of the girls like take every opportunity to talk. Right. (laughs) And they don't shut up. And I think to myself, the cameras aren't on honey. Like wait until the cameras are on. I don't need to hear you. I mean, RuPaul already told Pearl that, right? Save it for the cameras doll. (laughs) Save it for the camera. Right. Take your break when you get it. (laughs) Seriously. Were you excited about any potential challenge or something that you didn't get to do? Like, were you looking forward to a certain type of challenge that didn't happen yet? Absolutely. I was really looking forward to showing my my theater and my acting chops and more skits and certainly Snatch Game. Oh, who, 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 who was your choices? Are we allowed to know these things? Uh, well, I'm sure it's going to be a part of the, the fame games. Uh, That's what I thought. Ooh. Stuff. So, so we have but to yes, wait. there's 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 two fun characters. Pretty obvious. The one actually one's obvious, and then one's really poking fun at myself. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to find out. Well, we are definitely rooting for you in the yes. fame games. Absolutely. Now, Miss Kasha Davis, I have a couple more questions before we let you go, but I need to know what was your actual reaction to the creation that you made? I am not Amish and I have good credit. I don't make (laughs) clothes. So I thought it was fine. And just yesterday, maybe, well, first of all, I kept gluing stuff to it because I thought, oh, Michelle's going to say it's just stuff glued to a, a corset. And at one point I had more of the black showing of the corset. So I just kept putting more on and I'm wide as it is. I'm very masculine body. And so it was not favoring me. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, oh, this is pretty cute. And on the mannequin, which is smaller than me, it was cute. And then I put the flower headpiece, like maybe if I had hair, but just yesterday I realized, do you know that it was supposed to be fashionable? I didn't, but I'm hearing, they said fashion. I was like, oh, I went for campy costume. I mean, you, we're in my dressing room now. I like color. I like print. Yes. If you go throughout our house, I like multiples of things. And so to me, I was like, oh, it's pretty cute. I didn't think it was the winning outfit, but I thought maybe Lala was going to get red for just putting two placemats together. You know what I mean? It was cute. Mm, She's sure. gorgeous. <laughs> Excuse me. I have a tickle, but she was gorgeous. But I was like, well, that there was no effort. But then at the end, it's, it was fashion. It was, it was, it's gorgeous. And so I'm not trying to be rude. But so I'm just, I was oblivious. I was like, oh, and I have to tell you, you know, you know this from being in the workroom. I was running around helping Heidi with her. She changed her mind three times. I'm over there ironing Darian's. Oh, how can I help you, James? Oops. Nobody said anything to me. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's fine. I love it. You went with the, the classic drag queen motto. More is more. <laughs> more is more. <laughs> 46, I think it was, glue sticks. What the heck is wrong with me? Oh, my goodness. I love that you actually counted them. That's iconic. <laughs> well, that the bag had it, you know. Oh, okay. Iconic still. <laughs> no, Miss Kasha Davis, was there anything that happened behind the scenes of All Stars that you wish really would have been shown on camera? Something that happened to you or just like a, a good vibe that you wish would have been on camera? Well, on the first two episodes, I think it would have been nice if they actually showed some of my interviews. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes tell them, Queen. I have this. This I, I'm a talker, and I know I gave a lot of observation in our uh, confessionals, and it 
apparently didn't fit the storyline. So by the third episode, I was like, well, thank God I have something to say. <laughs> you know, so to me, that would have been nice. Well, thank you so much, Miss <coughs> Kasha Davis, for stopping by. What do you want to tell the children before you leave? Oh, my gosh. Well, first and foremost, thank you for your kindness and everyone for saying so many nice things. And I honestly believe that there is a winner in all of us, that there's never, Amen. ever a situation in our lives where if something doesn't necessarily go our way, you can make it successful. You can make lemonade out of lemons. I promise you, trudge through the tough times. They're building the foundation for the successful times. Oh, today is getting me so emotional. But yes, I love that. There is a winner in all of us. That is so, I mean, what a perfect way to say goodbye. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us, truly. And thank you for just allowing your light to shine. It's beautiful. It really is. And I can just feel your energy even through a Zoom screen. Well, thank you. And I'm sorry I got this tickle, but these allergies in upstate New York are getting me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, best of luck with your photo shoot. I hope you have so much fun with your drag family today, making memories. And we can't wait to see your content on the Fame Game. Yes. That sounds great. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Bye, Ms. Bye, doll. I like having a little guest. I loved it. That was so special and my God, it just it just shows you that all the girls competing this season really are all stars. Yeah, they really are. I mean, are. what star quality she has? That was so beautiful. I love so that. So beautiful. Well, that was all that we had today for Queening Out. I'm Joseph Shepard. I'm Miss Laganja Estranja, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Queening, Queening Out. Out.